0: It's Tuesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. From West End, it's the Music Room. I'm Sam Simon. First grade has a performance coming up on February 23rd at 6 o'clock p.m. at the gym. I always like to demonstrate musical concepts and skills that the students are learning during these events, and this time, our emphasis is meter. Here are some of our first graders singing Stinky Pirates in a meter of two, followed by Why in the Sky in a meter of three.
1: Look up, look up, clouds in the sky Look up, look up, up, I wonder why Sunshine all day long up in the sky Shining bright all day long, I wonder why Look up, look up, sun in the sky Look up, I why.
0: February is Black History Month, and in the music room, we study the lives and music of many black Americans. Duke Ellington, don't
1: you don't think if you ain't got that.
0: Louis Armstrong, Beyonce, oh, don't you like you. and Michael Jackson, just to name a few. The first grade performance on February 23rd will be a part of our Black History Month celebration. The students will be playing rhythm instruments to accompany The Easy Winners by Scott Joplin. The Easy Winners is a rag, a style of music that Joplin developed. Because rag later evolved into jazz, its importance to American musical history cannot be overstated. I also like to include traditional spirituals on these programs. Spirituals are important culturally because they demonstrate the incredible faith of a people who faced unimaginable hardship, and they're important musically because they developed into later styles such as blues and swing. Here's a spiritual from this year's program, Ride the Chariot.
1: And I'm getting ready for the Christmas day.
0: Let's take a look ahead now because next month we will be participating in March Mania. In this tournament, presented by the United States Marine Corps Band, 32 marches will compete against one another for voters to decide which one will be crowned the year's champion march. Let's turn to our Chief March Mania correspondent, Jaden, to talk about this year's tournament. Jaden, first let's talk about the structure of the tournament itself. What's different this year?
2: Well, this year's matches will take place on weekdays only, so the first two rounds will feature two matches daily.
0: So in the past, they had matches on the weekends. I guess participation was lower?
2: Yes, for those participating at school, as we do, we would miss the weekend matches. So this year, all the matches are scheduled for weekdays.
0: Okay, and how about the marches in this year's lineup? What do you notice?
2: Perhaps most notable is absence of last year's winner, Wildcat March, but that's fair. Since that march won last year, they want to give a different march a chance this year.
0: Now, there are no John Williams marches this year, correct?
2: That's right. I know that's a disappointment for some. The John Williams march have done very well in the recent years, but have never won the championship.
0: So we've talked about what's missing this year. How about the marches that are included?
2: I'm glad you asked because this explains why other marches are not included in honor of the 10th anniversary of this competition. All 32 marches are Sousa marches and there are some familiar ones like the Thunder and King Cotton. That have been included before, but never done well.
0: And finally, what is your prediction for this year's champion?
2: Semper Fidelis is included again this year. It usually does well, but has never won, even though it is the official march of the United States Marine Corps. I think that this might be its year.
0: Thank you, Jaden. We'll check in with you again next month. And that's it for today's show. I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast to hear new episodes as they're released. Doom
1: Sphero Sparrow, and thanks for listening.